0: Bye. <laughs> Everybody welcome into the fellowship. I am your co-host, Evangelist Andy. Listen, usually I'm like I'm excited to be in the fellowship. Well, if I can be honest, I ain't excited today. <laughs> I'm glad about it. Listen, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, and since we in the house with it, we might as well get comfortable. I want you all to feel free to relax. In the fellowship. Now, if this is your first time, you was like, I'm going to just see what this about one time for the one time. I thank and praise God for the one time for the one time. And shout out to the hearers, the readers, and the doers in the fellowship. I have some prayer requests to praise reports. And I just want to let you guys know how God is blessing the fellowship. First of all, God got the streets popping. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they popping. And they're popping in Wisconsin. So I want to welcome the state of Wisconsin into the fellowship. I've been waiting for (laughs) y'all to come through. And I'm so glad that you decided to show up. Now, listen... The next praise report, um, it comes from a prayer that I prayed in January. If you don't know, in January, I wrote a 31-day motivational journal called Encourage Yourself. And you can pick that up at Amazon.com. Or if you're in the greater metro Detroit area, it's at Baker's Bible Bookstore. And say what's up to Carla. (laughs) Tell her Evangelist Andy said, hey. (laughs) So I was at a Bible study at LFT. Evangelist Anderson had just taught a lesson on the disciples. And a young lady came up to me afterwards. And she was like, oh, I just been waiting for you to come back to tell you that I love you so much. And I love your book. And I was like, well, to God be the glory. I'm glad that you love the book and that you were encouraged she was like no I don't think you understand I got deliverance through this journal and she was telling me how uh, the journal had affected her day to day and as she was testifying I was crying because listen throughout the whole process of writing the journal from researching all the way up to it going live. I prayed over this thing and there were specific things that I prayed for. One of the things most importantly that I prayed for is that the people that got the journal, that they would have this transformation and revival of a relationship with God. And also that people would get deliverance. I prayed in January and God answered it in August. Now listen, I'm excited about that. I'm glad about it. I'm overjoyed. I'm all these things just to know that because I was obedient and finished my assignment that people have been testifying that their lives have been changed and they've grown in God. I thank God for that. <laughs> all right. Now, the last prayer request the praise report comes from the private group on Facebook. Now, I invite you guys all the time to come and join the group because I do way more lives. And, you know, some of the episodes are inspired by things that go down in the group. So I have a questionnaire that you have to answer. Answer all the questions. I always say that. And this week I was looking through the submissions, people who wanted to join the group, and I was reading the answers. And I got to this one girl and her answers encouraged me. One of the questions I have is, why do you want to join this group? And her answer was, because you teach sound doctrine. And <laughs> listen, <laughs> that is a prayer request to praise report because I always pray to God as the leader and visionary of the fellowship that I would teach and preach sound doctrine, that I wouldn't eisegete the text, that my exegesis be executed in excellence, like, <laughs> I'm serious about this thing. And when she said, because you teach sound doctrine, that blessed my heart. And I thank God for the confirmation and the encouragement that he had a disciple to give me. And so I thank God. (laughs) We praise and honor him. Now listen, the reason we are gathered here today is because God has heard not only the prayers of the fellowship, but also the cries. He knows that there are people who are mourning recent losses of loved ones. I've been scrolling through Facebook and I've been seeing people have lost their fathers, their mothers, their aunts, and their grandparents. And I've been talking to many disciples, you know, shout out to the disciples that actually reach out and text me, inbox me and communicate with me and need encouragement and seek encouragement and guidance. They know I answer. (laughs) You definitely get an answer from me. So I was talking to this one disciple and as she was texting, I could feel her heart. You know, I can feel what she was saying and how she was saying it and her whole spirit in the conversation. And so last night I prayed to God and I asked him, Lord, what can I tell her? How can I encourage her in her grief and in her mourning? Like what, what is the word, Lord? (laughs) And I thank God that when I woke up this morning, There was a word from the Lord, and this word is not only for her, but it's for anyone who is grieving. I mean, that heavy grief that just has you paralyzed some days. Sometimes you have to sneak away and cry, or late in the midnight hour, you go in the bathroom and you cry. You cry in the car on your break. Like you grieving. In the Old Testament, they put on sackcloth and ashes. They look like they've been through. And so I asked God, what exactly could I tell her? (laughs) And God said that he would give you beauty for ashes. Now listen, I've heard uh, people say this um, all while I was growing up like beauty for ashes and I never really understood what it meant until I studied this thing and I realized that grief is a transformation process. Although it's painful and it feels like a punishment, it's actually a, a moment where God has you in his hands and he's reshaping you, he's remolding you, he's rebuilding you for the next level of your life. I know it hurts, disciple. God knows that it hurts, and it's okay to cry and it's okay to grieve, but God wants Wants you to know that there is a purpose to your pain and that you can praise Him through your pain as a disciple of Christ, a disciple of God, someone who has known and heard the Word of God all your life. This is your moment where you put the Word into action. Listen. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. It may seem dark and gloomy, the weather outside matching how you're feeling on the inside, but God will never leave you nor forsake you. You are not alone, disciple. God knows what your tears mean. He hears your tears. What a mighty God we serve that He's able to translate all of our communications, whether verbal or nonverbal. God knows us, He knows exactly how we feel. And so when I woke up this morning, I read Isaiah 61 and 3, and it reads as follows, and I'm coming out of King James. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. There is a purpose, a greater purpose to your pain, your grief is an opportunity to evolve, is an opportunity for you to expand and explore your the depth of God. How deep can you get with God in your darkest moment? How deep are you willing to go with God? Are you willing to look up and to reach up and to reach for him as you go through your process of mourning. Listen, God has heard your prayers and he wants you to know that there is a purpose to your pain, that he's not just torturing you and punishing you. It's not going to feel like this all the time. It's not. God shall encourage you. He'll strengthen you. His strength is made perfect in weakness. And so we must be strong disciples. You must be encouraged. Listen, God is not torturing you. He's trying to transform you. I need you to listen to this song, Beauty for Ashes, and just get this scripture in your heart, your mind, and your spirit. And to the doers, share this with somebody. Just in case they are grieving, that they be encouraged and motivated that trouble don't last always, and that one day they will have their joy. Beauty for ashes, beauty. For ashes, beauty for ashes. See the to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give. The garment of praise For the spirit of heaviness That they might be called trees Of righteousness The planting of the Lord That he might be glorified Beauty for ashes i could have another day with you hug you love you hold your hand again oh why my god why must i feel this way just give me For ashes, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment. Spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Hey, Disciples. Welcome back into the Fellowship. There is a word from the Lord, and it's coming from Isaiah 61 and 3. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Listen up, disciples. There is a purpose to your pain. I know you're like, what is the purpose? I don't understand. Your mind is racing of all the questions that you don't know the answer to. And instead of focusing on what you don't know, let us focus on the things that you do know. First of all, you do know God. And we know. That all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. I repeat, there is purpose in your pain. I know you're like, show me the purpose. Show me where the purpose of this pain is. Show me where it says that I have to go through this. It's very simple. It's in the first two words of the scripture to appoint, you have been appointed. This word in the Hebrew means to place, to set, to make, to transform into, and to bring to pass. God has appointed you in order to transform you from the person you are now and bring to pass the person who he made you to be. It says, according to his purpose, listen, you have been appointed. And the reason why you've been appointed has not been a punishment. God didn't appoint you because you sinned this day god didn't appoint you because you haven't been to church in this long god appointed you because you are strong for god will not put more on you than you can bear listen i know the weight seems heavy i know trust me i'm in mourning too uh just this week i was in my kitchen cooking fried green tomatoes because i was missing my great grandparents My great-grandma, a.k.a. best friend, she always cooked that for him when he would come home for work for a snack. (laughs) And I remember him just eating it like a delicacy. I, too, go through my own process of grieving, but I recognize that all things, somebody say all things, listen, repeat it, all things work together for the good of them that love God. Now listen, I know you're sad. You're going through the stages of grief. You might be mad, but God knows that you love God. So say it right now. Say, I love you, God. It hurt right now, but I love you, God. Listen, you love God and God loves you just recognize that you've been appointed for this particular assignment. You've been appointed and positioned for a time such as this. Let me be your Mordecai, Esther. (laughs) You've been positioned for a time such as this. You have to go through this in order to get to the next level of where God needs you to be. He's got to position you. He's got to set you up but this setup from God is actually a glow up. <laughs> I know it's strange. It don't feel like it, but I'm telling you. God wouldn't put more on you than you can bear. Listen, how is this process of grieving actually a glow up? I'm going to tell you straight up. I had to read this scripture over and over. But when I saw it, I was like, God math don't be mathing sometimes. <laughs> Listen, the preacher, yes, I said it. Biblical math don't make sense because I saw in this scripture how God's math be mathing. He has to take away from us in order to add and multiply. That's your takeaway, the subtraction of God you feel that he has taken away something in someone that you may feel that you will never get back but trust me when I say yes you will now after he has taken away it says to give unto them beauty for ashes I've heard this growing up so many times and I was wondering like what is beauty for ashes what i'ma look cute when i cry listen it's okay if you laughed at that part that's the beginning process (laughs) of your purpose listen in the old testament When they grieved, when they mourned, they would cover themselves in sackcloth and ashes. They would put on a raggedy potato sack. They would literally cover themselves in the dust and dirt and ashes. They looked like what they'd been through. They would grieve, put on a show, weeping and wailing. They was in the streets with it. They just looked a hot mess. But now's the time where God is going to show us how to grieve properly. We ain't got to grieve like everybody else grieve. He's going to give you beauty for ashes. Beauty in the Hebrew, it doesn't mean an outward appearance. It actually means a, a headdress with an ornament, something like a turban. God is going to give you something to cover you from head to toe listen he's gonna give you this headdress. but in order for us to transform our minds you have to transform the way that you think about grief this did not come in your life to harm you it came to show you exactly what you made of but you must grab hold of your mind listen don't go to the place that you normally go to don't go to the dark place the place where you think the dark thoughts don't go to the place where you over indulge in your addictions and your sin no put on your divine headdress from god pick your head up and hold your head high listen you have to transform your mind. For whatsoever a man thinketh, so is he. You have to get your mind right. You can control your thoughts. Your thoughts do not control you. Because it's easy for people to say, don't think about that. Don't do that. Don't make that plan that you had last time. But they never tell you what to put instead? Listen, I'm going to tell you according to what Paul wrote to the church of Philippi, where we get the book of Philippians. Chapter 4, verse 8, and this is out of the NIV. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Listen, you better get your mind right. Instead of thinking about how you're not gonna see this person, think about the the qualities, the love, the memories, the laughter, the joy that you share with that person. And then take that same energy And you multiply it into the world. Share the love, the laughter, the memories with generations. Share it with your children. Share it with your friends. Multiply it in the world. You have to transform your way of grieving. But listen, after you realize the beauty that God has given you and exchanged for ashes. Next, he's going to give you the oil of joy. As I was reading the scripture, I realized that the oil is significant in grief. Not only have you been appointed, but because of the oil, you have been anointed. God has anointed you in the process of your pain. He's anointed you for elevation. He's anointed you for elevated thinking. He's anointed you to walk in your purpose. This all is so significant and powerful that it's a exchange for your tears. <laughs> oh my God. We got to stop sleeping on joy. Joy is often overlooked for happiness. Joy is many times overlooked for love. But this joy <laughs> that you gonna have, the world didn't give it to you. So the world can't take it away. Listen, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Come on, you say it. You get that all on you. The joy of the Lord is is my God needs you to be encouraged? It's time for you to make the exchange and transform in the process of your pain. Listen, there is purpose to your pain now. After you realize the power of joy, you looking oily and greasy, slicker than a snicker. God is going to exchange that potato sack, that sackcloth, for a garment of praise. Listen, praise is powerful. Praise uplifts you. Praise allows you to connect with God and strengthen yourself through the process of your pain. Listen, there has to be an exchange for the sackcloth for the praise because praise is the foundational purpose of man it's one of the reasons why we were created to praise god we need to praise god for the appointing praise god for the anointing praise god that you can look up and look to the hills from which cometh your help because all of your help cometh from the lord listen you got to praise god he helped you enough to send you a word in the midst of your pain listen it doesn't matter if your grief feels like a den he'll send the angel of god to come and protect you from all the lions it doesn't matter if you're in the fiery furnace. He'll step in that boy with you even after they turn it up seven times 70. (laughs) Listen to me. He's going to give you the garment of praise. Listen, somebody stand up so you can put your garment on. Stand up and give God some praise. Praise God for the life and legacy of your loved one. Praise God that you had the opportunity and privilege to have them for as long as you had them. Praise God, for he gave you another day to wake up in the morning. And praise God, because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Be glad about it, y'all. Be glad that God has heard your prayer. Be encouraged as well. Now, listen, after you get your praise, right? (laughs) Y'all got your garment of praise on. Listen, put your garment on. Yeah, your finest thing. Your best outfit. Now, imagine how much better it is because God gave it to you. Now, put it on. Listen, I'm putting my garment on right now. (laughs) Stand up you got to stand and put on and dress properly and when we go out in this spiritual war you put on your full armor of god it starts with the helmet of salvation in grief you must adorn your beauty for ashes come on now put your headdress on then you got to oil yourself with joy and put your garment of praise on last god is going to change the game and this is what seals your purpose in your pain god is going to change your name i know you're like where that's (laughs) it where did it say that they may be called trees of righteousness you're not going to be known as the bereaved anymore you are going to be called trees of righteousness listen i want to be a tree of righteousness because you have to understand the power of righteousness in your armor there is listed the breastplate of righteousness now righteousness look and think about your breastplate as you're thinking about being called a tree of righteousness The breastplate covers your vital organs, it covers your lungs, your liver, and the most important thing that that breastplate of righteousness covers is your heart. God will give you the desires of your heart if you will just trust Him through this round of the process of pain. You have to trust Him every step of the way, especially on the days when it's hard for you to hold your head up. You just got enough strength to look up. If all you can do is look up, please look up. Look up to God and know that He's right there with you, and He's trying to activate the strength inside of you. God is speaking to you. Don't give up on God because he's not giving up on you listen praise him for the miracles that you have had in your family I know you got a praise report that you can remember the goodness of God remember all that he has done and the same God that did those great and mighty things is the same God that's going to get you through your greatest pain listen disciples be encouraged. He gonna change your name. We got to grieve differently. Grieve in joy. Grieve in love. Grieve with the praise on your lips that God is good and He still worth pain. How do I know that He is worthy? Because He woke you up this morning. And God's word is blessed. <laughs> and you can praise Him through your pain. You can glorify Him through your grief. I'm a witness of it all. I've lost people very close to me and I thought that I couldn't live another day. But I'ma tell you, just like the Spirit of God told me, you shall live and not die. And since you woke up this morning, that's a testament that you shall live. Have joy in knowing there will come a day when we shall be connected with one another again. And in that great day, when we come together, we will come together not only with our loved ones, but we will also come together to live with God and Christ. I love you all so much. If you have a prayer request, please reach out to me. If you have a praise report, reach out to me too. It doesn't matter if you sent me the prayer request and got the praise report. Send me all your praise reports so that someone can know that God is answering prayers and that our God lives. He's going to exchange. (laughs) This is the ultimate glow up. It's a glow up in God. And when God glows you up, you will shine brighter. Than any diamond. Go to Facebook and like the page so you can join us this Tuesday for Midnight Miracles and then join the private group Street Disciples, answer all the questions (laughs) so that you can join me for Thirsty Thursdays and the Holy Hangover that goes down there, um, as well as all the lives. I go live all the time (laughs) in the private group. Get connected and stay connected to the fellowship because we're doing big things in the kingdom to glorify God. Go forth, be great in God, and walk in your purpose. I love y'all. Get ready, stay ready, get your heart, your mind, and your soul right. Get ready. (laughs) Let's go. Listen, disciples. (laughs) Recruiting season for the elevation is almost over. I know it wasn't what you thought it was. It wasn't easy. (laughs) Self-examination, trials and testing, situations. Kept popping off, but listen, hold on to God, no matter what, no matter what, trust.